G'day everyone, welcome back to another video. Today we're going to be breaking down and reviewing and discussing the first two episodes of WandaVision. If you like the video, please go ahead, like, comment, subscribe. Again, there's going to be a spoiler warning putting up on the screen now because we are going to be discussing exactly what happened in detail. So if you don't want this spoiled, please do not watch. Um, all that out of the way, let's get into the video. So the first episode um, clearly takes inspiration from the, the series Bewitched. Um, it has that 4 by 3 ratio, it's black and white, and it has a laughing track, the corny jokes and all that sort of stuff. So it's kind of a parody of old school sitcoms. Now what I'm seeing online and what I'm sort of experiencing myself, this isn't for everyone. For me and myself, I'm not a huge fan of laughing tracks and all that sort of stuff. Um, they just kind of annoy me and the over-the-top sort of humor, it, it just, I just, I just get lost on it. Um, it's not really for me at all. That being said, I didn't mind this episode. I felt it was kind of slow. Again, that's just more my personal taste. Not to say it's bad, it's just my personal taste and humor. So the episode starts off with a heart being on the calendar for the 23rd of August and both Vision and Wanda are wondering why that's there. It's later revealed that the heart actually means that it's a dinner for Vision's boss, Hart, H-A-R-T. Then in pressure to go ahead and cook a meal and, you know, not look like they're underprepared. That's kind of the gist of the episode. They have a, they have a, a you know, an employee boss sort of dinner. Um, it's all fine. Now, apart from that, there's not much else that really happens in the episode except when the boss starts to choke. This, I guess, lends itself to where the series is actually headed because something more sinister happens. When the boss heart starts to choke, the wife just sits there to stop it, stop it, stop it. And it's very, very creepy and sinister, and it's a little bit off. It's it's hard to explain. It's a little bit weird, um, just very creepy, just eerie. I don't know how else to describe it. And I think this is where the show is really going to shine, if it can really focus in on that. The episode then ends with um, it going back to a 16 by 9 ratio, and we see the S.W.O.R.D. logo. Now, for those who don't know, S.W.O.R.D. is basically the agency shield, but in space. Um, and there is also other Easter eggs in this episode and in the second episode. Ones that I sort of found was obviously S.W.O.R.D. There was the Stark Toaster, which was the first time we actually saw color in this episode, where the little light was, uh, was beeping or blinking on the, um, on the toaster. That was the first time we actually saw a color and it was red. There was also a nice little callback to Sokovia, um, obviously with the Sokovian Accords in Civil War, where they're talking about how Sokovians actually greet people. Um, again, a nice little throwback, a little Easter egg to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So it is still trying to tie itself in, even though this feels way, way different to anything we've seen before. So from this first episode, to me, it seems like S.W.O.R.D. is is at least watching or keeping tabs on what Wonder is doing. Um, and you see the, the S.W.O.R.D. logo come up in the next episode a lot. In terms of this episode, I'd say, look, it is fairly different. It's not going to be for everyone. The parody on the sitcom, it's for, a, it's for a very niche market. A lot of people don't like it. Some people do. For me personally, the humor and the over-the-top slapstick comedy, it, it's just not for me. Um, I did like the, the Easter eggs in here, but I'd probably give this episode about a 6.5 out of 10. Moving on to episode two, we are again back with the four by three ratio, black and white sitcom parody um, sort of style of episode. 
I don't mind this, but I feel like, um, especially toward the end of the episode, they've sort of confirmed that they're going to be moving away and going into a different time period, which I'm very, very thankful for because, again, I cannot stand the laughing track and all that sort of stuff. I know some people might be okay with it, but for me personally, I just, I, I, I can't. <laughs> There was a cool little cartoon that was a sort of a reference to the Bewitch series, um, where Vision and Wanda have the introduction cartoon in the sort in, in the same style as Bewitch. So that was a nice little throwback for people who grew up watching that. And again, we hear this large thud. Now, I think this is going to be a, a, a reoccurring theme where Sword is trying to get into wherever Wanda is, whether she's created this own universe and just trying to not get out and trying to live a normal life where she can be happy with that vision, not accepting the reality that he's gone. But we see things just appearing. It's just not normal. So one of the first things that come up in this episode is a little helicopter. Again, this was another thing that was colored in this black and white universe. So this was a red and yellow. Not sure if that's meant to be a sort of Easter egg to, to Iron Man. I don't know if it's just a coincidence with the coloring, who knows. But again, this helicopter displayed the S.W.O.R.D. logo as well as the number 57 on it. So it definitely looks like S.W.O.R.D. is trying to get in and reach Wanda wherever she is. Geraldine at the pool party um, and again this is a thing that goes on through both episodes people don't know why they're there and they don't have any memory of how they got there what they're doing and all that sort of stuff so going back to episode one at the dinner Wonder and Vision couldn't remember how long they've been married for where they got married you know anything from their past again in episode two Geraldine has no idea why she's even where she is it could just be a passing comment or it could, I guess, advocate for something more. If people just don't know why they're here or where they've been brought into this universe from. It's it, There's a lot of potential here and they could really play that up, which I found really interesting. Another really cool thing that they hone in on is at the pool party uh, when Wanda is talking to Dottie. And Dottie says that she's heard things about Vision and Wanda and she starts saying, I don't believe you. Again, like episode one, this is where everything starts to sort of fall apart and starts getting a little creepy and eerie. She says, I don't believe you. And then you hear the radio get really staticky and just really, really loud in your ears. Then a song starts playing with the lyrics, let me out. And then Dottie asks, who are you? Again, you see, it kind of feels like to me, this world is sort of crumbling and Wanda is trying to just maintain and lift it back up because I don't think she really wants to get back into the real world. She prefers this sort of fictitious world where she can control everything that's going on, keep vision alive, um, and just be happy in this kind of world that she's made. That's my theory anyway. The radio then explodes, and again, I think this is Saw trying to penetrate or get into this this fake universe that Wanda, I'm assuming, has created. Um, I, I just see multiple attempts of Saw trying to get in. I'm assuming that she's also created this world as kind of like a PTSD um, response from what's happened in Infinity War and Endgame and all that sort of stuff. And every time Sword tries to push their way in, Wanda then snaps back and, and tries even harder to push them out. There's, there's more examples of that later on, um, which I'll discuss, but we'll get into more of this second episode. So Vision and Wanda run a talent show. Um, Vision accidentally swallows gum and that gums up his gears. He then acts sort of like, you know, crazy, loopy, drunk um, throughout the entire episode. Again, I'm not a big fan of the slapstick comedy. Um, so for me, it was kind of like, let's let's quickly move on from this. Um, some people enjoy it. I just don't. Um, not to say that it was bad, but it's just not a personal preference for me. 
So Wonder and Vision actually end up winning the talent show. And it was kind of funny uh, to me where Vision is actually showing off his powers and Wonder has to think of a way to, to, to change things around using her magic to make the audience think that this is all a fake illusion. So when Vision actually starts flying, she attaches a rope onto him. When he picks up the giant piano, she turns it into just a picture of a piano um, and makes it look like a perspective shift um, where it's just a picture, it's been a picture of a piano the whole time rather than Vision actually lifting up an entire piano. So that was kind of fun and interesting to see. So yeah, this is it before they win the talent show, they go back home and then you hear all for the children. The camera then pans out and then you see Wanda is pregnant. Now obviously in the comics, if you don't know, Wanda and Vision actually have twins. Now the origin of these twins, they're called Wiccan and Speed. They have different power sets and it's complicated enough. I can get into it in another video if you want, um, but there's just a little Easter egg to them having kids. We do see in the original trailers too, you have two bassinets and two dummies get sp spat up into, into the air. Again, another Easter egg to the two twins. So I'm assuming in later episodes, we're gonna be seeing a version of them, which I'm really excited for. Again, we hear another thud um, where this beekeeper is trying to get out of a manhole in the middle of the road. Again, this is playing back into my theory where Sword or someone is trying to get into this, this world that Wanda, I'm assuming, has created and she says no. So to me, this looks like she just does not want any interaction with the outside world. She says no and she starts rewinding time like it's an old VHS tape. So again, any attempts to break into this world, Wanda isn't having it. She doesn't want anything to do with it. And she's controlling the outcome as to where this new world or show of hers actually goes. I find that to be a really, really interesting plot point. Um, again, I think they can execute that a little bit better, but it's still interesting nevertheless. The episode starts turning to color. You see Vision turns to color, then everything around them start turning to color as well. Um, which I think is, is obviously pointing toward the fact that they're moving on from the parody black and white sitcom setting and going to probably more of a Brady Bunch type setting. Um, and then you also hear someone asking Wanda, who is doing this to you, Wanda? Again, another thing playing into my theory of someone trying to get into their world, can't get into it. Wanda doesn't want anything to do with it. Um, and there also was an Easter egg to uh, Hydra in this episode as well. I don't know if this is gonna be a recurring thing throughout the series, but obviously in the first episode you had Stark Toasters. In this episode you had Strucker Watches and they obviously had the logo of Hydra on it, as well as the word Hydra on the watch itself. So obviously in Age of Ultron, we were introduced to Von Strucker, who was a member of Hydra. So there might be like a placement for different characters in this. It might be a running theme throughout this series. I'm not sure. But this show definitely does have Easter eggs um, for people who have keen eyes and are looking out for it. Um, and again, I guess that just enriches and solidifies this as taking part in the MCU. In terms of this episode, again, it probably need to be another 6.5 out of 10. For me, obviously the sitcom and the subsit comedy, it's just not my sort of personal taste. Not to say it's bad, it's just not personally for me. I am looking forward to this show delving deeper into the, the creepy eeriness um, because this does tie into Multiverse of Madness and I think eventually Spider-Man 3. And I really hope they hone in and focus on that creepiness and eerie sort of storytelling because I think that's where the show is really gonna shine. So in terms of the first episodes, to me, it was kind of a slow start but I'm interested enough to keep going with it and seeing where it goes. So guys, I think I got everything. Um, if I missed any Easter eggs, please let me know in the comments down below. If you did like the video, please go ahead, like, comment, subscribe. I will be making videos on WandaVision every single week as it comes out. But let me know your thoughts on WandaVision down below, guys. Again, take care, stay safe, and I'll see you in the next video. All right, bye.